And some people will lie, by the way. I've seen that because they so much want their lashes. They're okay gambling because their doctors tell them you just need two weeks and we recommend four. Always ask why. Why is this the way it is? The whole goal is to rise the industry, to grow it. Yeah, don't worry about giving us credit, guys. We're not here for that. If it grows the industry, that's what makes me happy. When you first said it, I was going to hang up. (laughs) It's not a race you want to win. Yeah, you're going to lose because it'll be too cheap. You'll be working for, like, McDonald's money. Otto, Mitter, onto our show from Alibana. Thank you so much, guys, for having me on board. Okay, we'll take 20. I I can't do math. I'm a beauty professional. Panning, I do teeth whitening. I'm like, okay, there's some point where you got to draw a line. My biggest concern is longevity and making sure that you've got the best possible mechanical fit. If you're looking for a lash podcast that will challenge how you do lashes, build you up, and help you create a business that not only thrives, but allows you to live a life you're proud of, you've come to the right place. This is Lashcast. Your friend in the lash industry. Hey, Smart Cookies, we are coming to you from the City of Roses. This is the broadcast by Lash Professionals and for Lash Professionals. Thank you so much for tuning in. You got it right. I did. You did. You got it. Anyhow, today's exciting because we get to come on and talk about how wrong we've been. Oh, we just made a small mistake. I think it was epic. No, it wasn't. Okay, it wasn't epic. Hey, it was a mistake. And it's something I'm trying to figure out what happened is I think it's just been a while since we really thought about this. Or really for us, we never thought it was a big deal, to be honest. So what we're talking about is we made a post about styes. Mm-hmm. And we were like in the, the big vibrato, like, go ahead, lash your clients if they got styes. It's no big <laughs> deal. Dr. Stout says it's okay. And then we were like, actually, have we talked about it? Yeah, when, how long has it been since we've done this talk? And we went back and talked to him and did some reading and went, oh. He's like, no, you shouldn't be telling no, people that. You know, technically that. the risk is very whatever. Nominal at best. But, yeah. but we have this platform and it's designed to make you a better lash artist. Yeah. So I don't want to do anything or say anything that would compromise that. Um, World peace. Yeah, so basically we want to talk to you about styes, what they are. And Chalazians. Chalazians, how, Chalazians. To, keep, how to keep those it sounds glands. sounds like a Mexican dish. Gazpacho dish, Yeah, right? can I have a Chalazian, please? <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get into that and, and basically come on here humbled and you guys can all beat us up and then at least set the record straight and go into what is the right thing to do and what are styes, what are Chalazians, because maybe people don't know. They just know it's a bump and what's causing it. We won't get too nerdy on it but we do want to share well, a little bit get very nerdy. oh we'll get very nerdy because of course tuss is here if i was here i'd be like it's just a red bump now don't touch and that'll be done and that'd be in the podcast now we're gonna we're World gonna credits. talk about it and all right <laughs> but anyway, before we do that tuss what do we have we have announcements All right, we have basically Lash Bash is coming this weekend in... In Hawaii! Waikiki! Yeah, we're going to be Hawaii Hawaii on Saturday. So if you are listening to this during the first week of July, come and hang out with us. Get your ticket. Go to Lash Bash website and get your ticket. I should probably put it on their Instagram, but if I haven't yet, or go to the show notes and go there. Secondly, we're going to be at PLA at the end of the month. In Reno, Nevada. In Reno, Nevada on July 25th, 26th, teaching a Lash Business Masterclass. It's only $1,000. I don't even think they have a lot of seats left, but this is going to be the most 
comprehensive two-day training you could ever get for your business without going to college. And it's about the stuff that you need to know to make sure that your business is successful. You may have been doing business for a long time and just kind of like, I hope things are good. I think my finances are in good order. It's going to go further than that. We're going to talk about how to raise your prices, how to find new clients, customer service upgrades. Then they're going to be talking everything about marketing, about finance, about knowing your numbers. It's going to be really a great masterclass. Two days, really intensive. You can take a ton of notes and take it all down and you're going to go back and then upgrade your business. I promise that. The point I was trying to make with the feeling and everything is that that's how you may be doing your business now. But after the class, you're going to have the actual tools on the dashboard to actually understand what levers need to be pulled. You don't have to rely on emotion to run your business now. It's actually business is actually a lot of just numbers and information and knowing how to organize it and knowing what's normal and knowing, and then we'll tell you what's not like when you're out Outside the parameters of where the red lights would be on your dashboard going, oh, you should check this. Yeah. Look at your company. Then last thing I want to talk about, which we'll be talking about this for the next three months because it's the most exciting moment of the year for all Lash Artists. And that is LashCon, guys. We have over 1,200 people coming right now. And we have tickets for sale for $797, a four-month payment plan, which is ending soon. It's going to be a three-month plan soon. And you don't want to miss out. Also, if you already have a ticket, you can get your add-on still. We have our Lash Labs, which are six courses, all about things that you can do to upgrade your business. And then one about actually how to help you build a website. You'll build a website in three hours if you bring all your right stuff with you we also have a, a salon owner's breakfast and then also if you want to bring a friend loved one husband spouse whatever you can and they can come to the parties with you for only 99 dollars. four nights of parties for 99 dollars. pretty good guys it's a great deal so that's all that go to our website links in the bio and you can find all the information you need on all that by the way after the pla thing we have nothing to promote until LashCon. it's like it's gonna be a two and a half month run straight to LashCon. it's gonna be awesome so all right, let's get into it. Let's talk about how wrong we were. Let me give context. <laughs> Tuss is so bothered by that. Basically posted last week a little thing that said, hey guys, you know, we lash our clients if they have a sty. No big deal. And some of you were very gracious and kind said, eh, really? Because that's not really the right thing to do. And then I went on and defended it because <laughs> I thought, you know what? You guys just don't understand. It's just a impacted my bulimia gland. So what, who cares? And that's not quite correct. Exactly. So typically, styes are caused by obstruction internally in the gland. So I took that to mean that it's really not too big of a deal. To give context, all these years we've had clients. We regularly did take clients in our salon who had styes. Now, most of the clients, the sty was just minor. It was just a tiny little irritation, a little bump. Let me explain. Yeah. The, the people that we would take, there would be no pain. There would be no issue. They had a chronic chalazion, yeah. which is a clogged meibomium gland. And that chalazion typically is not inflamed. It's yeah. not angry. It doesn't hurt. It kind of moves around. The client's very aware of it. They're like, I have this bump. I've had it for a long time. Sometimes I get it drained. Sometimes it goes away on its own. So those kinds of things are incredibly like benign, yeah. right? And so those were the situations that I would take. This, the, the clients, the, when they had a big sore, they wouldn't come in anyway. No, most of those people that have any kind of pain or discomfort with their eye are going to self-select and they're going to cancel the appointment. They're going to yeah. say something's going on with my eye. I don't feel comfortable with it. It's yeah. not up to us to say, oh, no, you should come in. No, I don't agree with that. So in the past, we did take those clients, 
But as a rule for everybody, I went to the source, Dr. Stout, and talked to him at length and really got an understanding of what styes are, what they're caused by. And just as a general blanket rule, I'm going to promote that you don't take them. So let's get into it. Let's find out what is a sty and what is a chalazion? What's the difference between those two things? Okay, so chalazion is a clogged meibomium gland. So let's do a little bit of an anatomical review. On the bottom and the top of the client's eye or all of our eyes, we have the margin. Lots of us call it the waterline. Along that margin, there is a tiny little row of openings. They're the opening to the meibomium gland. And those glands produce meibum. And it's a kind of an oil that is expressed over the eyeball every time the you blink. And that tear film is super dynamic. We just think of it kind of as water, but it's actually like a, it's like a sandwich. If you cut it in half and you looked at it with a microscope, the side that's closest to the client's eyeball is the mucus layer. And then the middle part is the aqueous layer. And then there's the oil layer. And it's kind of like, you know, when you have oil sitting on top of water, it floats. That oil is super important because it prevents the aqueous layer or the saline from evaporating. And it's what keeps our eyes super hydrated. So one of the causes of dry eye is that there's a malfunction with the quality of the oil. It's not getting expressed properly. It's not adequate enough. It's changed. So the eye dries out a lot faster. And because of that, I've often said that the tear film is the client's first line of defense. It is like the skin basically to our inner organs. So that tear film is what prevents, it's super dynamic. It also has immune cells in it that fight against bacteria and viruses and fungi and things like that. So if it's not there, the next thing that the eye does is it gets red. This is why we sometimes see redness during the service if the eye has been parted or if the pad is coming in and interrupting the eye from blinking, the eye gets dried out. So that oil is really important. In order to have healthy expression of the oil, What we recommend is that clients do a daily lid scrub every day, which is why we say wash your your eyes, wash your lashes. So what a chalazion is, is that one of those little glands, those little meibomium glands, they gets clogged up. And it's kind of like a dynamic thing. I want you to think of it like a pimple on your skin. There's the dead skin cells that can close the opening, occlude it so that the oil can't be expressed properly. Then there's changes to the oil itself. Sometimes when it's healthy, it's flowing like olive oil. When it's unhealthy, it becomes granular and it becomes hardened like a butter, like a a shortening. It's solid, but it will melt when you heat it, but it's supposed to be fluid. So when it goes through changes, it, it can become kind of granular. So the gland continues to produce, continues to swell, kind of like a pimple, right? So then you've got a lot of oil in there, but it can't get out because the opening is closed. So typically they're benign, they're sterile, there's no bacteria there, but they can get secondarily get infected. infected, right? Yeah. So because that oil is very nutrient rich for like bacteria, if the bacteria colonize it and find it as a source of food, then it can become red, inflamed, painful to the touch because you've got a bacterial infection going on. So most of the time, like a chalazion is not like if the client has a bump that kind of moves on their eyelid and they've had it for a long time, that's sterile. It should be expressed. It should be open because it's not healthy for the gland to be that full, just like a benign cyst or something like that. Now, is there something we can do to help change that, to help 
that chalazing go away? Or is that out of our practice? Like that's not our... Well, here's the thing. The way that you help that chalazing go away, the way that you help a sty go away, the way that you help blepharitis go away is all the same thing. And we're completely in our scope of expertise by telling people how to properly care for their eye. It's not sexy and it's hard to get clients to do it. But all you have to do is say, if you want better eye health, if you want better lash health, if you want your eyes to function better, you just need to do a proper lid scrub. What's that? Basically, it's you're taking the pads of your fingers and you're using a cleanser. You can use a fancy lash cleanser that you sell in your practice. You can use baby shampoo, although some people say, no, with the baby shampoo, you can use a gentle cleanser for the eye that's foamy, not necessarily creamy. You can use an OcuSoft product, a product that's specifically made for the eye, but it doesn't have to be fancy. And you're going to take the pads of your fingers and you're going to rub the lids and then you're going to rub the lashes themselves. And then you're going to take the pads of your fingers and you're going to swipe the eye. So you're not just putting the water and splashing it on to do that mechanical cleansing. You're using your fingers to do that. The next thing that they should do is cleanse the glands themselves. And so they can either take a Q-tip and wet it and then just take that Q-tip, pull the lid down so it's exposing the margin and swipe along it. Then lift the upper eyelashes out of the way and do the top. I like to close my eyes and lift at the same time because it's very hard to come at yourself with a with a Q-tip. You'll automatically close. Now, if you asked any ophthalmologist or optometrist or if you go online and watch how to do a proper lid scrub, they're going to advise you to use a washcloth. We don't do that as estheticians or lash artists because we know that the washcloth can snag those extensions off. So we don't do that. But again, it's okay to do that. So what I will do with my clients is send them home with some micro swabs and say, you can use these micro swabs or you can use a Q-tip. Q-tip can sometimes pull those lashes out too. So, but you're going to swipe those lashes, uh, swipe the margins. And then this the added step. This is the cherry on top. You're going to take a warm compress and you're going to place it on the lid. And it helps them melt the cheese. Yeah. Ideally, <laughs> it's, <the> <laughs> it's 10 minutes that you do, but most people aren't going to do that. You can even get a benefit from putting a cotton round in the warm water and putting it on. The mybomium oil melts at 40 to 3 degrees centigrade. It's not that high. You don't want to scald, boil it, because that can burn those tissues. But it just wants to be warm, and mm. it'll melt. It'll help express well, it. a warm hug. Yeah, like a warm hug. Just give yourself a warm hug and then the, it'll just melt. Yeah. No, or so, if I look at you, all my cheese will melt. Would you stop calling it cheese? It's not <laughs> cheese, okay? So so here's the thing. It's like, I just think you, it's grosser. <laughs> you, can, you can do this once and it'll be beneficial. Just like working out once will be beneficial. Just like eating healthy once. Like I once. do, once a year. Right, but you're going to get the better. On the 4th of July, by the way, I work out on the 4th of July, go to the beach and I show off my body and I work out for one day. It's amazing. People gather, they come around, they want to see the spectacle. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. It builds on itself. So you're going to improve the eye health. You're going to improve the tear film. You're going to reduce inflammation the more you do it. So by telling people to do this twice a day, morning and night, they're going to improve their eye health. And they do this, if they do this over a full month and it becomes part of their habit, even better. So we're not really acting as doctors here, right? Because we can't. But we're just encouraging good hygiene is what we're saying. We're not trying to help people solve their problems because I'm thinking if there's a big issue going on, you should recommend that they go to the doctor. Is what you, should you absolutely can. And like, you I mean, absolutely they, should. It's, it's, it's the eyes just okay. red, sore. And First of all, the, the client's not going to come in that way. Yeah, okay, They're not, not. going to come in with something 
oozing off their face. Yeah. They'll self-select out. But in the rare case that they don't, you look at them and it's something's dripping onto the floor. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, Jen. I can't take care of you. That's... Take your cheese and go elsewhere with yes, it. Yes. Take your nacho cheese. And yes. I think you should go see you. the doctor. I saying cheese too. Okay. It's not cheese, but whatever. <laughs> One of the things we want to suggest is when someone comes in and- What's that at- dip that they sell at- AMC? No. Chipotle. Chipotle? The white queso. Queso. It's yeah, queso. you love queso. I love queso. Uh, but let's just say they come in and their eye is looks pretty bad, looks infected. That's a case where you'd be like, I'm so sorry, really, you know what? We're going to have to reschedule this and until that clears up. And I think you need to recommend they go see a doctor to have that looked at. Because at this point, it probably has an infection and a bacterial infection. Now, it's not your job to say it's infected. It just looks bad. We can't. We can't. Just say it's oozing. It's not something that I can do a service on. I'm sorry. I I can't deal with this. Now, what? You're raising your hand like a student. I'm just (laughs) saying. So I want you guys to all be empowered that it will do no harm. It will do nothing but good to tell somebody to do a proper lid scrub and to do this on a daily basis. Because I just want to explain that it also has the effect of reducing the blepharitis and improving the quality of the oil and the health of the lashes. Yeah. Because over time, clogged meibomian glands can really reduce a person's quality of life because there's not enough oil getting out, so the eye becomes chronically dry. You can see it in older people. The eyeball is red. There's a lot of veins in the sclera of the eye, and it's not juicy like it's supposed to be. And if you look at the margin on some people that are older, it's thickened and scarred over and the lashes are very, very short. It really does compromise the whole eye biome. So by doing this, they're really going to improve the health of their eyes and their lashes. I have a new company name. What is it? Juicy Eyes. Juicy Eyes. Yeah, I think that should be, someone take it. Someone go out there and start their lash company called Juicy Eyes. It sounds, I don't know, it sounds a little, or moist eyes. All right, Talazians and cleaning, but what about styes? What's a style? I thought a style was a blocked meibomian gland. Yeah, talk all a style is a clogged, it's a hordeolum is another word for it. And you've got other glands in the eye area. There's the glands of mole and the glands of syce. I, me- I have mega glands. <laughs> mega glands. Mega glands. Those glands, eccrine glands, one is apocrine, one is, you know, it's like a sweat gland. And mm-hmm. what they do is they edify or build up the tear film. Oh, they're encouraging. Yeah, they do. They contribute to that tear film in in different kinds of ways. But sometimes those little glands can get clogged for the same reason. Cheese again. No, obstruction. Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about obstruction. What is obstruction? Obstruction is some dead skin cells cloud over the opening. Or the oil gets hard, right? Because that causes obstruction? Yeah, that would be an obstruction of the meibomium glands. But not of the other glands. Yeah, the other ones, they're different. There's some oil components in there, but those get clogged and typically obstructed. Now, what can obstruct them? Typically, it's something that's internal, but any kind of inflammation can cause obstruction. What is inflammation? Any kind of swelling. If you've got a tiny opening and it swells, it closes that that opening, opening, right? What things can cause inflammation? Itching, allergies, even crying, crying and rubbing. Contact dermatitis. Contact dermatitis, yes. But before the contact dermatitis happens, inflammation can happen just by like rubbing or swelling or crying. Um, let's see what else can a cause it. A punch to the eye. 
It could, yes, yeah. because that's going to be inflammation. Yeah. Um, let's see. I get punched all the time. Let's talk about lashes. Any kind of mechanical irritation from the cyanoacrylate, we know that the cyanoacrylate is an eye and skin irritant. So some of those molecules can get on there and be irritating. irritating yeah. Now, what's the best way to mitigate that during the service is to apply a hydrating drop to the eyeball because it's going to reduce inflammation. It's going to rehydrate the area. It's going to replenish that tear film, which again, remember, is the first line of defense for any kind of irritation of the Mm -hmm. eye. So if you're replenishing that, you're kind of staving off any kind of inflammation or dryness or irritation from the cyanoracolite that you possibly can. So basically... A chalazion is simply just a blocked myobium gland, and the, uh, the a sty is a, one of the other glands, kind of all grouped together into just any inflammation, and often can be infected too because they get red and they start off. out sterile typically, and then they, you know, because it's it's blocked for a while, bacteria just gets think in there. of it like a comedone. You've got a closed comedone. Sometimes there's no redness involved, there's no pus involved. It's just a, a plug with uh, that's you know brown or it could be white and there's no bacteria involved, that would be sterile or non-inflamed. As soon as the follicle, the lining breaks, there's too much bacteria there. It starts to get inflamed. It breaks out of the the little container, the little lining, and then all of a sudden your immune system's involved and then it's inflamed. So think of it like that. So they can start out like uh, non-inflamed and then easily become inflamed. And the problem is that when they are infected, you don't want to be doing any service over that because Mm -hmm. then you can get that on your tools and it can be something that you can spread. You could because it's bacterial now. But we all take good care of our tweezers and we all practice good sanitation. So And we don't do clients who have these infections on their eyes. That's not an issue. So you shouldn't have this issue. You shouldn't be trying to guess. I'm guessing when someone comes in and you see something that looks nasty you should just say, no, we'll have to reschedule. I can't work with this. And you should recommend them if they haven't already, go see a doctor. But in most cases, I think we know when it gets that bad, people don't come in. They, yeah. always, they call us in my eyes. I got something on my eye. I got some growing, some weird. It's all red. And I'm going to go see a doctor. That's what yeah. I've gotten a thousand times over the years. Rarely do people insist like, I'm coming in. I don't care. And you just have to still say, I'm sorry. The only time that I ever had that happen was somebody who had LASIK. And let's just briefly talk about LASIK real Real quick. Okay. okay. So <laughs> how can you tell if somebody has LASIK? Well, number one, they'll tell you, oh, I just had LASIK. Number two, you can sometimes look at the eye. And if they have any kind of redness in the eye, usually it is a redness all the way around. It's like a perimeter around their iris. And that happens when the clamp goes down and it sometimes uh, puts a little bit of pressure and sometimes it breaks those tender vessels. So it looks like a perfect circle. That's a sign. And you know, you can always ask them, have you had LASIK? And some people will lie, by the way. I've seen that because they so much want their lashes. They're okay gambling because their doctors tell them you just need two weeks and we recommend four just to be yeah, extra so safe. Yeah, so let me explain why. This is something that can permanently alter their vision. So let's explain a little bit what LASIK is. With LASIK, there's two lasers involved. And what happens is the first one goes and it cuts a flap, a circle right around the eyeball so that the flap can come up. And then the second laser changes the shape of the lens or the cornea. And then the flap goes back down 
down. Now the eye is not super vascular. So even a year later, you can come and you can open and lift that flap up. So it takes a while to heal, but it's super important not to mess with it in the first two weeks. And that is, you know, even the first month, that is why the patients go home and they are instructed by their doctor to tape shields to their face at night. So they don't inadvertently paw them because what happens is if you rub the eye really hard, it can create a little fold in that flap. And then you open your eye and you look out and everything's kind of blurry. So they'll tell the patients, if you have any blurriness or any difficulty seeing, call us immediately. Because if you've got a little fold in there, what happens is they'll take a look at you. They'll say, oh, yep, there's a little fold in there. So that they go and they open the flap up again. They scrape out all the cells that have grown inside that flap. And then they stretch it and they pull it and they try to fit the flap back down normally. Mm-hmm. But in bad cases, it can permanently affect the eye. So it's not worth messing with. I did have one client that she came in like a couple days after she'd had the LASIK. And I said, listen, you're off on a trip to Peru. I understand you want to look great with your eyelashes, but I don't recommend it because you're leaving tomorrow. If there's any issue, you're not going to be able to get to the doctor. This is about your vision. That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Leaving the country just after LASIK. I I said, I just, I don't want to take that risk. I can't take that risk. And then we had another client that was so insistent. She's like, my doctor doesn't care. He says you can do it at two weeks. And I said, listen, I don't think he understands the risk that's involved. And I'm going to tell him what it is. And if he signs off on what it is, then you can have your lashes done. And she's like, he'll do it. But he didn't. He did. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. detailed that we would manipulate the eye yeah. a little bit and he wouldn't do it. So she had to wait a month. I found a third way, you know, if someone's had their LASIK done. Oh, here it comes. What when is you it? open the eye, you look for the signature from the doctor, like artwork. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? It's like, the, hey, well, Dr. Stout did that. Oh, that's awesome. Look at his signature. So that's... Yeah. So you see signature in someone's eyes. They have that on some diamonds. They have like, they can laser it in right on the girdle that, you know, it's not a blood diamond, something like that. Yeah. I still wouldn't trust them. This says not a blood diamond. It's almost like saying, I'm a nice person. If someone tells me I'm a nice person, I'm like, no, you're not. I know you're not a nice person. Okay. (laughs) If you have to tell me you're nice, then maybe you're not. Let me be the judge of that. Anyhow. So, all right. So we covered what a sty is, what Chalazians are. And our official position now, for all you who have gone off and run off and told all your friends, go ahead and lay, lash away. Don't do it. You don't, don't, yeah, you don't want to do it. If somebody's got, like I said, like a Chalazian, I'm going to tell you no. If the client is saying something's going on with their eye, the best bet is to say it's not a good idea. Go see a doctor. Right. recommend see a doctor. You also now are equipped to tell the client what to do in case they have a sty, in case they have a Chalazian, in case they have blepharitis, in case they have dry eye. What is it? It's the daily scrub lid scrub morning and night and cleanse those glands and a warm compress. And you do that. The more you do it, the better and the healthier your eyes get there. Now for those who have severe cases of dry eye, you can do another service. There's, you can either go to the optometrist and get IPL intense pulse light. Basically it helps to shrink those blood vessels, melt the my bum and express it. There is also a treatment called Lipiflow. Basically what it is, is a shield goes on the eye and it heats up those glands and it milks them. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> so, no, I don't think it's disgusting. And I can't wait to do it. No, I'm going to try the IPL. And so when I do that, I will report back to you guys how, how it works. Tusta so. signs up for things. I love it. It's like, you want to replace all my blood? Go ahead. Replace Let's my blood. It. Let's do you it. You want to rip off all my muscles and put monkey muscles in me? <laughs> Go ahead and do it. <laughs> There's nothing to us 
Tuss just wants her body donated to science. <laughs> I think it's fabulous. Yeah, so fun. So gross. So disgusting. You, yeah. You take informed risks. You know, some things I won't do, but yeah. if you told me it would look younger, if I would look younger to rub fried pork skins on my face, I would do it. Yeah, right? Who's with me? Have. Raise yeah, your hand. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Fried pork skins. All right. Well, I think we covered it. I think we got it. You feel good? You feel like... I feel good. Yeah, much and, better. And the question is, do you guys feel equipped? Yeah. If you have any questions about this, DM me, DM us. I yeah. love it. I love those of you who like, you know, think about this kind of stuff and I want to equip you in any way that I possibly can. By the way, I haven't told you, but I spent some time recently in Facebook groups and I just think it's amazing how much bad information is oh, traded. There. There's so I mean, God bless everyone. They're trying to just help. Not this tribe. This tribe would probably be different. They'd be in there saying different if things. If you're listening, you guys are like the cream of the crop. But honestly, it, it's amazing. I literally almost, I went through like 10 posts and almost every post was like, no, that, that's a little off. Nope. That's not quite right. No, it's interesting. It was really interesting. So, Something worth thinking about doing, and I thought it'd be a fun thing for you, Tuss, is to have you go in these Facebook groups and maybe just respond to a couple every day. I don't know. I think you'd I have mean, fun because this is I your wheelhouse. I would have fun, but I don't know if no, people would. I mean, we would be nice about it. We're going, hey, you're all wrong. You suck. It'd be just like, here's another way to look at it. Here's, I would like that. That would be fun. I think you would actually have a lot more fun than doing the desk scroll on Instagram. <laughs> I'll do that. Yeah. I, I think especially would be helpful when we switch to video. Yeah. That's what's coming up, guys. Video's coming. We have the studio here surrounded by boxes and equipment. We just have to have it installed. Yeah. And we are going to be switching to a YouTube format. YouTube. Of course, you'll still be able to find this podcast where you're yeah. listening to it now. And we're also going to be changing to a paid wall, meaning like we're going to have like a coaching set up where we'll still do our podcast so you can listen to it but we're gonna have a lot more content we're creating and then those who are behind that paywall will get access to it. we'll be doing q a's we'll be having guest speakers we'll be doing all sorts of added value to give you just more information and then also any of the videos we recorded all that will be accessible behind this paid wall and that's called the clubhouse clubhouse lashcast clubhouse and that will be coming sometime who doesn't want to belong yeah. right let's belong everyone wants to be part of the club so we will be launching that also probably now I'm thinking September-ish yeah uh, just before lashcon and then we'll do a big push at lashcon again we announced it last year at lashcon but look how far it's come hey but, you know, things always take longer yeah, and they always, always cost, cost more, more. Right. Exactly. So we were excited about all that stuff. So video, YouTube, Lashcast Clubhouse, all of it's coming and we will announce it when it's ready. You'll see it. And hopefully you can start watching us online on YouTube because I think that's going to be hopefully even more useful. We're actually, we got a whiteboard for Tuss. It's a called a vibe board and it's going to allow her to draw stuff. So we will actually have her with her little board drawing details. So that will help you guys and see pictures things. pictures so you that know. you can fully be equipped to understand. Yeah. Like we're going to try look like you know yeah. what does a chalazian look like what is a hordeolum you so, know yeah that's our plan we'll see how it all plays out maybe in stages where we do it but the goal is to continue to upgrade and give you better information and give it to you visually too because i think a lot of that's what's been needed all these years it's like man you talk here and i know people are trying to visualize it but it'd be so much nicer just to see it as you talk so that's stuff that we have in the works and i can't wait because the studio it's gonna be kind of cool we got like a four camera setup it's gonna be like 
like Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes. And so, anyhow, all right. I think that's it. That's the, we're all done. That's a wrap, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to ask you to please follow us on Instagram at Lashcast and at the Lash Conference, and remember to subscribe, share, and review. On behalf of my Lash Biscuit Tusney, I want to thank you for taking some time to listen. Keep on lashing. Remember, you're you a friend, a friend in, in the lash, lash industry. industry.